live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Oh, yes. It is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. And good morning to all of you out there in the Bay, around the world, the nation, the trillions of you tuning in. If you're just getting off your graveyard shifts, if you're just getting in your cars to go to work, hope you all have a beautiful Tuesday. And I agree with Mark Willard, absolutely the worst day of the week is Tuesday. Ugh. Not if you're listening to Sports Talk Radio, I'll tell you that, especially in the Bay. So now that the, all the dust is cleared, Niner fans, let's be honest, it's Super Bowl or bust now. That's the only way Kyle Shanahan can redeem himself in your eyes. It's the only way. This team with Jimmy Garoppolo, the expectations are now Super Bowl or bust. You were in the NFC Championship last year. You've seemingly upgraded your roster this offseason. What's the excuse? You absolutely should win the Super Bowl, or should at least be in the conversation to win the Super Bowl. I believe you're the favorites now to win the NFC West. 1A, 1B, you and the Rams. The Cardinals, not impressive. Seahawks, you already saw that this last week. Boy, Geno Smith, man. Glad you had that week one. You'll always remember that, but my God. Some of the worst decisions I've ever seen. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to listen to Michael Irvin, who is on Damon and Ratto here in a couple minutes. He had some very interesting thoughts on Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan. It's very interesting to see the blowback from Kyle Shanahan all the way from his press conference, the tone, the mood he was in. Seemed almost just snippy with the media for some reason, that they would question His all-knowingness when it comes to football. And I get it. The guy's lived and breathed football the last two decades. He knows a lot more than me, than you, than all of us. I get it. But, at the same time, you're playing with fire if you're running power with your quarterback multiple times throughout a game, right up the gut. And, as we saw, Trey Lance took one shot too many. He is out for the season. And Jimmy Garoppolo took over. By the way, Trey Lance, surgery of success. Expected to be ready for 2023, the start of the season. So here's hoping for a quick and speedy recovery for Trey. But obviously there is no substitution for live reps. And it's another wasted year, unfortunately, for the 49ers' young quarterback. Like I said, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, the Hall of Famer, Dallas Cowboys legend, joined Damon and Ratto yesterday to talk about the San Francisco 49ers win, but also losing Trey Lance. Michael Irvin joins us here on 95.7 The Game, and oh, Michael, 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 the situation that is busted out here in San Francisco is unbelievable. Let's just start with going through where Kyle Shanahan has lost some confidence. To me, he sent the wrong play into the huddle. Why you're asking your quarterback to run RPO when your running backs are doing everything they want in the first quarter of week two 
I just I don't understand it. If you got to bust that out in the fourth quarter of a tight game, yeah, okay, that's football. But it felt like an unnecessary play to come in at the time. I know this is a brutal sport. I know guys get hurt. To me, the play was unnecessary. But so much, so much goes into the 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 grooming, the 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 the, the maturing of a young quarterback. And, and and when I when I saw it, I, I thought the same thing, man. Ran the ball pretty well. You got to run back. But 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 what you also look what you're also looking for are things that give him confidence. And those are areas that he probably had a little more confidence in than throwing some of the ball. I heard you guys talking also about that deep ball. I just 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 just, just real quick to hit that on Trey Lance and on any deep ball, any guy guys coming from college throwing deep balls. They throw that deep ball a little too flat sometimes. Because in college, you're so used to seeing your guy, if he's a speed guy, run by somebody and really be open. You can be open by a yard or two yards. So you try to throw a more accurate pass and somebody's open by a yard or two yards. In the NFL, that dude is hanging on you like your jersey, and we call that open. So you can't throw that ball as flat. You have to throw that ball with more air up under it and let the receiver spot it in the air and, and find the ball while the DB is watching the receiver. Those are things he can learn. Those are things he will learn. And he needs game, needs game reps learning it. Well, and I, I guess... Because in, injuries help. And the sad thing for me is, now, when they go to Trey, next year without Jimmy G, now he has to, he has to, he has to walk that tightrope without a tether. Because Jimmy G was there before, giving him a little net if he falls, or a little tether. And, 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 and that next year is going to be a little different. Is, uh, is there anything that, in your experience, could give you a sense of when norm, a, a, quarter, a, a rookie quarterback gets it? Is there sort of a general line of progression about Eh, it should take six weeks. It should take ten weeks. It should take a full year um, because he's only played three games after only playing a full year of college. So, how far out are we looking at if this is a normal progression for a quarterback? Uh, uh, well, I, I, w- I would love to say one season gets you all the way from kindergarten through 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 graduation to twelfth grade, but that, that's never really the case. It's so much to learn at this position. It's so much to learn at this position. And those games for Trey was absolutely vital. Games he played, but these games we have left. Because no matter how much someone talks to you about, no matter how much much somebody tries to explain it to you, the only way to really get it is to see it. You know, it's only you can see some things in film. You'll see some things in practice. But game time is really when it really impresses upon you, and losing that game time is critical. There is no – it depends on so many variables, his physical talent, his mental makeup, the way he learns, the way he learns, how he handles setbacks. Some people eat setbacks. Some people get more hungry when they have setbacks. And then some people don't, don't handle it so well. All of these things are part of the maturing, maturing process. And I hope you guys were not uh, thinking that you were going to see Trey Lance go from kindergarten to 12th grade um, in, in one year. 
he has a lot of growing to do, and, and it'll be beyond just that one year. Well, and that's the devastating thing, Michael, is that year one of him being a full-time starter is now pushed back to year three of his rookie contract. And we all know that to have a rookie quarterback on a rookie quarterback deal allows you to build a Super Bowl contender around him and spend the money around him. And the timeline for Trey Lance now is just so altered from the original you know, version. And the crazy thing is, is that Kyle Shanahan, I think, loses some credibility here because even with success, he can't really claim it. Because there's no one in the world who wanted to get off Jimmy Garoppolo more than Kyle Shanahan. Again, he says all the right things, but his actions were drafting Trey Lance to begin with. Then letting Jimmy onto the open market and saying we're trying to trade him. Then not being able to trade him and then say, all right, Jimmy, Team Garoppolo, Don Yee, you try to trade him. If all you can get us is a bucket of balls, we'll take that at this point. They didn't want this guy on the roster and then they kind of turned around and, you know, hands up. Well, he's still here, and we don't believe in Nate Sudfeld, so we're just going to keep him around because he's going to restructure. Like, it's hard for Kyle Shanahan to look at any of this and claim, this was my plan. This wasn't his plan. It's the opposite of his plan now. Yeah, but, 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 Damon, I, I swear, and, and I'm the right person to be talking to in this situation. I surely wish our coach had a dumb plan like y'all. I wish our coach had a dumb plan. If you're calling Kyle Shanahan playing dumb, whatever it is, I wish we had a dumb plan. But we had somebody in back of our starter that I felt real good about. I'm glad Cooper Rush got a win, but 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 you know, but but it, it, but this thing happened to have played out perfectly. The plan was to get Trey right, but now something unforeseen has happened, and thank God you got Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at it this way too. The fact that nobody came to get Jimmy Garoppolo does that not solidify? Uh, does that not solidify Kyle Shanahan's desire to want to come off with Jimmy Garoppolo? Maybe I don't know where the shoulder injury really comes into play there, but I hear you. Hey, I hear you. Hey, wait, 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 D, 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 D. Dak Prescott had a broken leg and got forty million dollars a year. Forty million. You, you see what I mean? Injured quarterbacks can still get paid if you know that they, they that that injury is going to heal. They knew Garoppolo injury was not going was going to heal and he still did not get those opportunities. There are a hundred quarterbacks there are a lot of quarterbacks could have been on the market with an injury and people would have gone at him. Remember Drew Brees? He had an injury before the Saints signed him. You know you know what I'm saying? Right, but he didn't come with a twenty five million dollar price tag and that's what Jimmy was looking at at that point. You know, if you wanted Garoppolo you were absorbing that contract and I think right. that that's what right. what scared people away. Right, right, right. No doubt, no doubt. But twenty, but but but, but how? How? It's almost like the Amari Cooper thing. The twenty million for Amari is nothing. They got thirty now. That's the market. Twenty five for Jimmy is nothing. They get fifty now. That's the market. You see what I'm saying? That that's what I that, that's what I start going. And the market is going north. Start in next year is going back north again. So so I thought that was. I didn't think that was a bad uh, uh, as worse of a decision as the, uh, uh, as we think. I know you would rather have that 25 to throw back into the kid to put more talent around Lance, Trey, Trey Lance. But the way this thing has worked out, I mean, you know, unfortunately for Trey and unfortunately for his development and the process he has to go through. But to have Jimmy G right there, 
you didn't feel the golf that we felt in Dallas when we saw that go down. That was a golf. And you don't want to feel that. So so I know it didn't plan out probably like he expected to plan out, but the way it happened saves your life, at least this football life for this season. Uh, as, as for the rest of the game, did you see anything that makes you rethink anything about the 49ers and how they will either succeed or fail this year? Irrespective of the quarterback, do they look like the team that were awful for the first half of last year and then good later? Or do they look more like the team of three years ago that essentially ran the table? You know, that's such a great question. And I'm telling you what's so hard right now to determine is who's what in week two. It's almost like, like I'm, these are, and that's why it's so hard to even call these games or predict who's winning these games because I don't know who's in shape and who's not. You know what I mean? I'm watching guys get winded. And, and, and during the game, it's the second game of the season. You know, before when you were really playing those preseason games, by this time you you had a clear understanding of who is what and how well they'll do it. But right now, I can say, friend, there are teams in this league right now still playing with guys that are not all the way in shape, and it's affecting the game. And I see it. I see these guys huffing and puffing, cramping up all that. That's, that, that's, that's preseason stuff that you get out of the way. And get your body ready, but we're still seeing it now. So, so, so listen. I believe San Francisco. I, I, I say it. San Francisco is the, it, it's probably right now. As you look through the NFC, you, you, you. It, well, you have the champs, the Rams, and 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 then you got Tampa, whose defense is playing very good right now. But I, I don't see anybody anybody else that that's just towering over San Francisco right now. Michael Irvin here on 95.7 The Game. I want to play a soundbite from Kyle Shanahan from yesterday's press conference for you and then ask you a question about it. Anytime a guy gets hurt, I wish I didn't call that. But no, that's something we were going to do and um, something we would continue to do. And that's a, a football play we believe in and something that gives him a chance to be real successful in this league. And he basically goes on to say, you know, a lot of teams play like that. A lot of teams run that play. And it's very common. I'd like to ask you, Michael, how do you feel about calling quarterback power run plays up the middle when a running back is absolutely getting the job done? I mean, the 49ers were moving the ball wherever they wanted when he decided, I'm going to run Trey Lance, hey, diddle, diddle, right up the middle. Do you think Kyle Shanahan deserves any blame in this injury? Well, like he's like like he said, when you look back, you you hate to see it happen. You say, man, I shouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish we could have done something different. But I, I, I he, you said, you he said also what I talked about earlier that he was trying to get him some success and get that feeling, a feeling of success, because it makes you yearn and want more success, and it gives you a confidence. You saw, I, he, like 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 the young quarterback the Miami got yesterday, tour. Sure. The more success he had, the more confidence he had, the more he's willing. I understand what he was trying to do. I'm, I'm like you. He, I rather him do those plays on the outside, and I rather him tell a young Trey Lance, "Get your butt down. This is not college. This is not high school. You're not the best athlete on the field. And everywhere you've ever played, you've been by far the best athlete on the field. Everybody's the best athlete on the field here. I would have liked that, but." But man, I I, I I I just trust how 
how Kyle, how Kyle runs that situation from the quarterback situation. I, I, I appreciate it when I look at it from the long scope. One more sound from Kyle Shanahan. Just because, I mean, you guys watch other teams in this league, and Buffalo does it all the time. Their quarterback's pretty normal play, part of football, and it's unfortunate that he hurt his ankle on it. But it's, it's very normal ran play. You guys should watch some other people. So, Michael, what is the difference between Josh Allen? What is the difference in Lamar Jackson and the way that he goes about running? Or are these two guys such individual outliers trying to compare what you might do with your quarterback to how they play with their quarterbacks is totally fool's gold? But everybody wants one of these guys. One of these guys that can do it all now. You know what I mean? And, and, and Trey has that thing. He has that ability to run. He has, yeah, you know, he. And, and you got to develop him in the passing game. I just watched, I was watching that Tennessee game before we talked. Josh Allen took that ball, went right up the middle of the street, right up the middle of the field, jumped over a guy, and got a first down on a crucial third down on a drive that they were going to make a score. I was like, man, I, I, you know, I, I, I rather you doing, I'd rather you do that stuff for a quarter with game on the line and we got trying to win the division and get a home field advantage. I want you to stay away from that stuff early on. But but sometimes it's such a part of these guys, and they're such competitors, and and and, and they'll get in the game. They don't, even, and you just start going. They start going. I, guys start trying to run people over. I'm like, stop doing that, stop doing that. Dak Prescott did it last year. I said, man, do that again. I'm I'm gonna come through the TV and whoop your butt myself. Don't you do that? You know what I mean? But but they're guys. They got egos, and and, and they're trying to show their guys that they're playing all hard and doing everything for them. Listen. Josh Allen and, 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 and Lamar Jackson are two unique talents, man, unique talents. If you can get that kind of talent, it is an ultimate weapon, a guy that can run and hurt you that, and then throw the ball and hurt you. Lamar Jackson threw a 75-yard touchdown and ran for a 75-yard touchdown. I don't know, it's never been done in the NFL. That's amazing if you can get a talent like that. So I understand why. They're working on Trey because they want that ultimate weapon at quarterback. How do you feel about the report that there were voices in the 49ers locker room who believe they're a better team with Jimmy right now than they were with Trey? Yeah, I believe that. There's no, there's no doubt. There's not, I, 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 we should understand that. He, Jimmy, Jimmy's, had, Jimmy's had a tutelage up under, up under the greatest quarterback of all time. And then he had all of these years of experience. You know, Trey only had a tutelage under Jimmy. And he hadn't had, and he didn't have all of these years of experience. So right now, I, I, I can believe that. But right now isn't the only thing that we're, that, 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 that San Francisco, that Kyle Shanahan and John, John Lynch is trying to secure. They're trying to secure that great candy that I grew up loving. The now and the later. The now and later. The now and later, and that's exactly what Trey Lance gives. Uh, let me break out away from the 49ers for a minute. The number of teams that blew big leads yesterday, is that just sort of an accident, or do you see a common thread that suggests that maybe teams aren't either as good at holding big leads or that maybe they're not playing enough and they're prone to blowing big leads? Is this an accident, or is this something that we can expect to see some more? No, them jokers out of shape. They jump out there, they get good, and all of a sudden, they get tired. Man, Tyreek Hill, 
There was nobody seven yards in front, by, by, around Tyreek Hill. When you get Jimmy Johnson, the thing he said, I mean, every day, I still hear it in my sleep. I still hear it when I get up in the morning and brush my teeth. I still hear it when my woman puts the food on the table and I grab the fork to put the food in my mouth. All I hear is fatigue will make a coward of us. Fatigue will make a coward. But we'll be the best shape team. We're going to be in the best condition. Fatigue will make a coward of us. You start making mistakes. You start focusing on how tired you are instead of focusing on your responsibility. Fatigue, fatigue, fatigue. These early comebacks, that's fatigue. You're sitting on a football field because these jokers have walked into the season instead of running into the season and well in good shape. That's what you that's why you're seeing so many of those comebacks. You see mistakes, you see fatigue, as Jimmy said, it makes a coward of us all. Michael Owen two isn't a death sentence, but it's a very good way to begin your walk to the electric chair. There's some pretty good Owen two teams out there. The Raiders are now Owen two. The 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 Bengals the defending AFC champions are 0-2. Do you see an 0-2 team that you still like to be a playoff team? And, man, we went over this today on the show, and I was like, wow, this is scary. Because, you know, it's all about expectations when you come to your realization. What expectations did you have before you came to this realization of being 0-2? You know, Cincinnati just got out of it, just got to the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl. You know they were expecting to get back there. So I can imagine the drop that they must have. And, and I was thinking about this, you know, oh, you can still get back. We went to a Super Bowl one year and then started 0-2 uh, in 93 after going after winning the Super Bowl in 92. And we got back to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. But we had a dude that was coming back that, that missed those first two games. I don't know, y'all might have heard him. He's only the all-time leading rushing name, Emmitt Smith. See, since you don't have a dude coming back. So now you are sitting in there wrecking your brain like how the hell are we 0-2 right now you know what I mean and this is not what we expected to be right now so so that blows my mind the, the Raiders the Raiders that blows my mind that the Raiders are going through that when you got three number ones everybody's fighting for one number one you got a number one out wide wide receiver a number one slot receiver and a number one tight end yet you're 0-2 so yeah there's some surprises there before uh, are there any two and O teams that, in your mind, shouldn't be or won't last very much longer? Well, that's a, oh, oh, that's a um, Buffalo. You know, the only team I would say, oh, it's, like if you start talking about teams like 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 uh, a team like like Miami team, some jumping out here, say, oh man, is this real or is this not real? I, I well, they're absolutely real. It's the style that fits the talent that's on the football field. So, so we were asking today: Is Miami real enough to give Buffalo a chain, a, 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 a chase, and a challenge? And I'm saying absolutely. Now I was watching that Buffalo defense, and, and, and they look pretty good. The defense looks pretty good, but it's so explosive. Miami is so explosive, and I think that'll be the biggest surprise when you're seeing what Mike McDaniel is doing with the Dolphins right now. Pretty impressive debut for him, no doubt. A uh, Titans-Bills game is underway. we got two Monday nighters tonight, and I'll tell you, the winner of the second one, either Vikings or Eagles, is going to be sitting at 2-0 and probably pretty well positioned. Uh, Michael, right, right. 
Right. I, I want to wrap up with this because Mike Evans, according to the NFL, is going to be suspended for the next game for going out and really getting into a scrap with Marcus Lattimore, but he did it in the name of defending Tom Brady, right. no which problem. means he did it right. I mean, it, there's there's no amount of you even talk to Tom funny and we're coming for your throat that is ever going to be wrong on a football field. Right, right. And and, and I don't like the NFL spending the four games. I mean, you know, okay, you don't want to see fights on the field, but, you know, Temple's flair. I know Mike came back in the thrall and all of that stuff, man, but I didn't really see, you no know, like we ain't seeing any helmets swinging any crazy stuff. It's just guys pushing guys with all that equipment on. Nobody's going to hurt anybody. It's just blowing off steam. Uh, so, so I hate it. And for Tampa, that's the worst thing in the world. Tampa, you know, hopefully Julio's back because he missed the knee. He didn't play without the knee. And, and Godwin certainly is not going to be back because that hamstring. Uh, I saw Scott and Miller started making some plays. It's just a bad thing for Tampa right now because Mike Evans is such a beast. But I love watching those two. I love watching those two go at it. And each time they go at it, they get in a fight. Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. It's just one of those great battles, man. And nobody wants to back down. And I and I like that. I like that. I wish the NFL would have recognized that and said, "Hey, we see," and just kind of let it go. And let's watch, let's play some football. Yeah, look, I mean, I like players with squabbles. It's good for the league. It's good for business. Uh, earlier, and this will we'll let you go after this, Michael. And thanks as always. It's great to hear from you. You're calming people down, telling everyone how football team games really work. We appreciate that. Ray asked you earlier how long you needed to get a feel for whether or not a quarterback or really any NFL player is right for the part. I have the same question, but I want to ask about a head coach because Nathaniel Hackett, through two games in Denver, has got an awful lot scored against him right now as far as getting in plays and calling timeouts and knowing how to manage a football game. A lot. Yeah, a lot a lot to go and a lot to learn from that standpoint and we are seeing some issues already. But but now even even the game the technical game part, that's one thing. He also he's also learning what it is to have that quarterback too now. He's watched many come and go without that quarterback. You know, it's his first time as a head coach. Yeah, his first time in those positions to, to, to oversee it all like that, you know, and I, I knew Paul Hackett, he's my office coordinator, uh, to oversee it all like, like that. So, so yeah, there's going to be some growing, some, some, gro- some growing problems there, some growing pains there. But, but, but I think what he knows is as long as I can stay tight with this guy, Russell Wilson right here, and we, we get some wins, I'm going to be okay and I'll have time to learn those things. As long as I don't get crossways with the top quarterback, and 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 he'll the quarterback's going to be there because they just gave him that deal, and and, and that means they think you're hacking to get the time to iron that stuff out because he's so tight with Russell Wilson, and yeah. Russell's not going to let you fire him. The NFL is officially the best thing on television. It never disappoints. It is it just never disappoints. <laughs> it really doesn't. It re- it's the best thing in the world, man. It is the greatest reality show we get to watch every week and, and every day and something comes up every week 
every day that we can try to grab and we can see a struggle or we can see some glory that we can try to grab and add to our own life. We see somebody do something great, come from nowhere, come out of nowhere and do something great, and you get inspired. You say, well, he did it. I can do it. Or you can see somebody that goes through something horrific but comes through it, and you say, wow, and, and, you know, he, he did it. I can do it. That's what makes this so great, dude. That's what makes it so great. That's why we can't stop watching this stuff. It's the greatest thing in the world. It sure is. Michael, thank you so very, very much. And who would have ever thought the Niners are back to Gucci? <laughs> Y'all look good. <laughs> I, tell, I wish we were Gucci. Like y'all were good, like y'all are Gucci at our spot, at our spot, but with the, with the key fight, you just key fight. That's all we get to key the, fight. The man, the myth, the legend, the Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. You're a treasure. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Now back to the pregame show on ninety-five-seven. The game. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. This is Take On Me. A little aha here. Oh, it's one of the sickest music videos still, by the way. If you haven't seen it, check it out. We had some football last night. Eagles smashed the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Man. That guy. All-time swindlers in the NFL checkbook history, by the way. Him and Sam Bradford right at the top. Bills doing what the Bills do. They smashed the Titans. It was a Monday Night Football doubleheader. I'm not crazy about the doubleheaders, especially when they overlap. I think if you're the NFL, you want to try to maximize, well, at least you would try to maximize all viewership you can. I wasn't too thrilled about that, but hey, I got a phone, I got a TV, I could do both. But you saw two quarterbacks last night that, if you're Kyle Shanahan and you have Trey Lance on your team, you're hoping that he turns into at least one of them. Because what I saw from Jalen Hurts was impressive last night. And I was down on him after that performance he had in the playoffs against the Buccaneers, where he just looked all over the place, looked shook, looked rattled. And listen, maybe I was too hard on the guy. That Bucks defense is legit. It really is. I mean, we've seen it this year already. They've given up, what, 13 points combined? They are legit. But I was impressed, and I've been impressed so far this year with Jalen Hurts. A.J. Brown has just lit things up for that offense. It's been awesome to watch. Not so awesome if you have Devontae Smith on your fantasy team like I do in multiple leagues. Hey, he got 15 points last night, though, so I'm not complaining too much. But you saw the Bills, and you you saw what Josh Allen does. The guy's just an animal. He's so good. It's sick to watch, especially if you're a fan of a team that just doesn't have an athletic young quarterback like that with a cannon. You just get envious. And I think that's what a lot of Niners fans are frustrated with right now over this weekend is you want a guy like Josh Allen on your squad. You want Josh Allen. I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be that now. I don't know if he ever was going to be that. But I think a a more attainable goal for him to be, potentially, and I saw Larry Beal said the same, was maybe a guy like Jalen Hurts. Could Trey just be like a Jalen Hurts? where you have designed runs for him on the outside. And listen, I watched that game last night, and I was thinking to myself, Trey could do that. And Trey's got a much bigger arm. 
maybe he's not as accurate as Jalen, but he definitely has a stronger arm, and I think he, the accuracy can grow over time. Just given the opportunity, and that's it, that's all it's about reps. And that's just, I once again, is what's most frustrating if you're a 49ers fan. The lack of reps he's going to get this year. He's going to be three, year, three years removed from a full season next year. So it's just the experience factor, which is frustrating a lot of 49ers fans this weekend. And I get it. I get it. The only way you can get better in the NFL is just reps, reps. Same here in Sports Talk Radio. Reps, reps. Weekend shows, night shows, 5 a.m. shows. You got to get your reps. That's the only way you can get better in this league or in any sport. But I think Jalen Hurts as a model for Trey Lance, just use that as the base. If he could be a Jalen Hurts and what we've seen so far in the NFL, I think he'd be happy. Now, what you've given up already, if you're Kyle Shanahan and co., you would have hoped for a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, a Justin Herbert. Those are all first-round picks. Jalen Hurts was not. He was not a first-round pick. He was not a first-round prospect. So yes, in that sense, it might be a little disappointing. But athleticism is the future of the NFL. And you saw it last night. Tannehill, ugh. Cousins, ugh. Those guys. It was a really bad weekend for fringe good quarterbacks around the NFL. You saw Derek Carr. Couldn't do anything in the second half. I don't blame that loss fully on him, but... Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo got the win, but those are all the same guy. They're all the same guy. And it's not going to win you a playoff game. It might win you a playoff game. I mean, Kirk Cousins won one, obviously Tannehill's won a couple. But that was mostly with defense and running the ball with Derrick Henry. I mean, you got to have a young athletic stud to win in this league. You just do. I mean, unless you have Tom Brady or even Aaron Rodgers, who's still pretty athletic for his age, I mean, you're not you're not beating these guys. You're just not. You have to extend the play. You have to use the threat of your legs. You just do. So let me know your thoughts. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Call in. Comcast Business Text Line always open as well. Same number. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. What do you think the ceiling or the floor should be for Trey Lance? I think Jalen Hurts. That could be a floor. That's that's realistic. And I don't think you'd be too upset about that if you, that's ended up what he became, if you're a 49ers fan. But again, gave up the farm, you're hoping for more. You're hoping for a lot more. But I don't know if you're going to get it. I mean, this, this injury really sets a lot of things back for the 49ers. What are you going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo next year if he balls out this year? Does Jimmy even want to stay? So many questions we're going to get into this year. It's fascinating. It really is. And we're going to have all the coverage all day right here on 95.7 The Game. Brian Baldinger is going to join the boys at 7.30. Bonte and Shasky, he's going to have an awful lot to say about this last week's game. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan. Man, Baldy's the best. You're going to want to tune in for that. And we're going to have Niners coverage all day right here at 95.7 The Game. Willard and Dibbs. Dan Dibley's back. Congrats to him. Birth of his child. Little Myla. Happy for him. Happy to see him back in the studio. Steiny and Goo. And Damon and Rado to round it out. So we are 24-7. Niners coverage. Right here on 95-7 The Game. Don't go anywhere. Man. This really is one of the crazier stories I've ever seen in the NFL. 
You re-signed Jimmy Garoppolo out of dumb luck if you're Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. But then it's... I'm not saying he sabotaged the kid, but if you're using power quarterback runs constantly with your young stud quarterback, he's going to get hurt. And that's what happened. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give Kyle Shanahan credit for keeping Jimmy Garoppolo around when his backup option was Brock Purdy. He should have already addressed that earlier in the season, and he lucked out. He absolutely lucked out. But when we come back, we'll get into more of Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan. The Monday Night Football pregame show had some interesting thoughts on this, specifically Steve Young and Robert Griffin III. We'll play that for you on the other side. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Bonte and Shasky are right around the corner on the morning roast right here on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Good morning to all of you out there. Those of you getting off your graveyard shifts, hopping in your car, just getting the day started. Maybe you got an early drop-off at school. Thanks for joining us right here at 95.7 The Game. Bonte and Shasky are right around the corner, and they're hot, obviously. So got... A lot to get into with Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan. What this season's going to look like. I think expectations have changed a little bit. I mean, before, you would have thought, yeah, maybe we make the playoffs, maybe you could win a game here, but it's about Trey's development. We'll lose some games. Maybe we would have won with Jimmy last year. But it's all changed. You got Jimmy now. And the last time we saw him, prior to last week, He was in the NFC Championship game. So other than, I mean, if you're a 49ers fan, you're thinking Super Bowl now. And I think that's realistic. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, that might be the only way you can get some of this heat off you, is winning that Super Bowl. But if you want to chime in, Comcast Business Text Line, 888-957-9570. It's always open. Let's go to Anthony in San Leandro. He wants to weigh in here on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Anthony? Top of the morning, Spadoni. So uh, I got a couple of things. I wrote them down just to make sure. So first thing first, I did notice that Jalen Hurts looked a lot better from um, the last time we seen him in the playoff game um, against the Bucks. And like you said, the Bucks defense really is legit. And that led me to thinking, you know, like just the NFL in general, you have to allow these guys, especially with the uh, uh, quarterback position, you have to allow them to develop and truly get some reps under their belt um, because, like, that's the only way you're going to see if they really are what they're supposed to be. And, and it's not one of those things that just happens overnight. And Jalen Hurts made strides, and he did look a lot better. And I agree with you that that would be a nice uh, floor for um, for uh, for Trey Lance. And then the other thing I wanted to say is I've, I've worked as – I'm 36 now, and I've worked enough jobs to where I know when I'm being put in position to – to be successful or when I'm being put in position to, like, not be successful. And it didn't look like Trey Lance was being put in possession to uh, be successful. I don't want to, like, throw the fault around, but it definitely didn't look, didn't look like to me that uh, he was put in, possession, uh, put in position to succeed. And um, I have to admit, as a 49er fan, the accidental Jimmy G project did work, but it, it, it sucks um, that – 
someone like Kyle Shanahan might not still feel the heat that he deserves to feel because this situation kind of just fell in his lap. And I don't really like that for young players because we are quick to kind of throw the player away and not look at, like, upper management and the coaches and even the owners who really are never really held responsible or they're not held responsible until later on and that player has to live or have to go through, you know, their sports life with some, you know, certain um, a reputation about themselves that really isn't fair because they weren't put in position to be successful. So that's kind of what I got. Great call, Anthony. Appreciate it, man. No, you're right. And I think that's what's most frustrating for 49ers fans is that all you were looking for was Trey being put in a position to succeed, and they don't felt like he, they don't feel like he was. And I get that. I mean, the guy was taking shot after shot in that Bears game last week. And the 510 here on the Comcast Business text line, you didn't want a pocket passer, you get a running quarterback, then you complain when he runs. You can't have it both ways. That's not why they drafted him, to run the ball like that. They drafted him to be a pocket passer. That's a that's why they drafted him. They thought they could upgrade at quarterback and get a guy that was consistently healthy. Now, that's the second part's not looking great. It's not looking good so far. But Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't stay on the field, and that's ultimately why they decided to draft Trey Lance. And they looked around the division. They looked at Kyler Murray. They looked around the league. They looked at Patrick Mahomes, the Justin Herberts. Hey, we got to compete with those guys. we got to compete with those guys. Those are the guys that are going to be there at the, at the final conversation. We need to be there with them. And I get it. I get it if you're Kyle Shanahan. But it it's all on him. And if he really... This is the rawest prospect in the draft was Trey Lance last year. Out of all those quarterbacks. Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Davis Mills was another round, but you can toss him in there if you want. He was the rawest. You didn't really know much about the guy. North Dakota State, small school, you know, oh, Carson Wentz went there, okay. But then you saw the film, he was athletic, he's got a strong arm, he was accurate, so that's why they drafted him, not to just run around all the time. That's not what you do in this league. Yeah, we saw selective outside runs yesterday that were designed specifically for Jalen Hurts, and yeah, Josh Allen does it occasionally. Josh Allen's going to get hurt one of these days, though, man. You see him drop that shoulder, running into guys. I know he's a big guy, and he feels like he's invincible. But you're not going to last long doing that in this league. You know why Tom Brady's lasted this long in this league? And why he's the GOAT? Because he protects himself. He realizes when he's going to take a hit, he either throws it away really quick, throws it on the ground, falls down, and protects himself. That's how you last in this league. But listen, hey, Josh Allen, he's been a baller. MVP front runner right now, Absolutely. As the Bills took down the Titans last night, 41-7. to What a blowout. Both games were blowouts. Not very fun on your Monday night. But hey, we got football. I'm not complaining. At all. From the 510 Comcast Business Text Line, the pressure is on Jimmy and Kyle big time right now. It's either put up or shut up. I agree. Hey, I think it's mainly on Kyle Shanahan. Jimmy Garoppolo, hey, he thought he was done. He said it as much last year. He thought he was done. But shoulder surgery happened. That kind of threw everything off, threw everything for a loop. Started hanging around, hanging around. I was like, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this team doing side workouts. Let's just keep him because Brock Purdy and Nate Seldfeld are not a good option. This was literally the last thing Jimmy Garoppolo said last year as the season ended. See ya. He thought he was done. He said, see ya. 
He thought he was done. So I'm not putting all this pressure. On, it's, it's on Kyle Shanahan. It's not on Jimmy to me. It's not. Jimmy doesn't care. Jimmy's in a, just a, just a win-win situation. If he balls out, and maybe they get balanced, say they get balanced in the first or second round of the playoffs, even if they don't even make the playoffs and they go 9-8, and eight, he's looking at another good contract. Another healthy contract. I don't know if it's going to be 100 million, maybe a couple years, 60 million, something like that. But the team's going to be looking for. Him. I'm looking around the league, and Mitch Trubisky is starting for the Steelers. Mitch freaking Trubisky is on my screen right now. And they're saying, how soon can we see Kenny Pickett? You don't think the Steelers could have used Jimmy Garoppolo right now? I think they could have. But Kyle Shanahan again. I think he lucked into this whole situation. I'm not giving him too much credit for that. But hey, he's the head coach. He'll get all the shine or the blame if you're the fan base. From the 707 Comcast Business Text Line, if they broke it for a touchdown, we're not having this convo. It was a freak injury. Freak injury? If it was one run the entire game, maybe. But they kept running it and running it. and just felt like he was playing with fire. God. Just I felt I was hurting for Trey when I was seeing some of those shots he was taking. And we knew that coming into that game against Seattle. You saw Seattle the week prior against the Denver Broncos. They were laying the wood on that team up in Seattle on the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. They were laying the wood. And you knew that coming in. Hey, they're going to try to target Trey Lance when he's a runner. They're going to try to hurt him. That's the point of the game. The quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. And when you put your quarterback in situations like that, they're going to get hurt. They're going to get hurt. Some interesting things were said on Monday Night Football's pregame show last night on ESPN. I want to play them for you. And I know Shasky and Bonte are going to get more into this. They're coming up in about five minutes here. Right here, 95 seven of the game. Brian Baldinger, by the way, 7.30. Baldy always kills it. You will want to turn into that. He's so good. Baldy breakdowns. You know all of it. But here are some thoughts on the Monday Night Football pregame show on ESPN. Schefter, Booger McFarlane, Robert Griffin III, who knows a thing or two about Kyle Shanahan's offense, and obviously Steve Young, the Hall of Famer, got into it. You mentioned all the growth yes. that Trey Lance still has to go through Correct. to get to where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is there. Yes. He's where, though? Yeah, but he's Again, not. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo got fired from this job. Exactly. Kyle Shanahan had all the time in the world to be with Jimmy Garoppolo. He said, you know what? I'm firing he, you. He, he got fired from the job because of they spent so much draft capital drafting a guy number three. He didn't get fired from the job because they, the guy behind him was a better quarterback. But, but they, they got all those draft picks and, and went to go get Trey Lance because they were trying to make that transition like an Alex Smith to a Patrick Mahomes. The reason that they wanted Trey Lance to be in this position was because they have a great defense. They know they're going to have a really good running game and they have weapons on the perimeter. Him learning on the job was going to be easier for him this year in their championship window. Jimmy Garoppolo just went out there and looked like Jimmy Garoppolo. They know they're going to have to win it for him. No, I don't totally agree with that. Jimmy Garoppolo can win you a game here or there for you. We saw it last year against the Bengals, but overall I agree with Robert Griffin III that it's going to be the defense and the running game that ultimately leads you to the promised land if you're the 49ers. Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr., by the way, that was huge. It's been great for me in fantasy, by the way. Sneaky pickup for me. So as long as he can stay healthy, but fingers crossed with this 49ers run game, just seems like every week something happens. Davis Price now, he's out. You already have Elijah Mitchell out. So, fingers crossed here. 
if you're a 49ers fan, that you can just stay healthy and stay the course, because that's just been the, the kryptonite for this team, staying healthy. But back to the Monday Night Football pregame show and their thoughts there. The reason they got rid, or didn't get rid of, but moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo in a sense is because he couldn't stay healthy. That was the main reason. Like, they just couldn't trust this guy year in and year out to stay healthy. If you're Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, you invested a lot in this guy, and he was out for a season. That was a freak injury, obviously, the torn ACL. But overall, like, shoulder, missed another year, basically, in the COVID year. You saw a lot of Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. That was why they had to sell the farm and go take Trey Lance in that draft class that was dubbed one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> it's not really looking that way so far, by the way. The greatest draft class for quarterbacks of all time. Zach Wilson, still hurt. It's got Joey Flacco winning ball games in New York. Trey Lance, out for the year. Davis Mills, eh, okay. It's been solid. Justin Fields, yeah, not great. Trevor Lawrence is looking good. By the way, first place in the AFC South, your Jacksonville Jaguars. The fighting Trent Balkies and Doug Petersons. Who would have thought? But Trevor Lawrence, he was supposed to be the guy. So, he should be the best from that class. He was dubbed, you know, the next Andrew Luck or John Elway, the next can't-miss prospect. That was him. He's looking good. And some final thoughts here from Steve Young on Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan from last night's Monday Night Football pregame show. I beg that Kyle and Jimmy have a conversation that I don't know that has been had yet, where Jimmy goes in and says, Kyle, clearly you got you fired me. I wasn't doing something you wanted me to do. What can I do to become a better football player? What have I not done that has kept me from you winning you over? Because the fans, anyone else who hasn't happened. Yeah, but, really. but then where is the, the Kyle? Somehow, if they've done that many iterations, and Jimmy can't be that guy, is that what Kyle's decided? He can't be that guy, and so we're going to get rid of him because he can't be. Or is there something that Jimmy can do? Can he be the first one in and the last one out? Can he? Is there some? Stu- is there sunny study habits? Is there something else that can step function Jimmy's ability to win over Kyle Shannon? Uh, don't turn the ball over, I would say, Steve. That's the number one thing with Jimmy. He has those ono throws, as we call them. Throws those body, those body bag balls where he gets players hurt. That's. I don't think that's going to change. I just don't. I mean, he's been in the league what now? Nearly ten years. That's just who he is. That's just who he is. It's really hard halfway through your NFL career to just all of a sudden change. And a tiger doesn't change his stripes. Is that the saying? I think that's what it is. But anyways, Bonte and Chasky are coming up next here on the Morning Roast. They're going to have an awful lot to say about this audio. Steve Young, Robert Griffin III, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo. The Jimmy G era is back, and we're going to get into that. Brian Baldinger at 730. God, Baldy's the best. Got to tune in for that. Going to be 49ers nonstop here on 95.7 The Game, so don't go anywhere. We're going to get into every single thing. Kyle Shanahan talked to the media yesterday. Very interesting tone. I think Shasky and Bonte would agree. 